Welcome to the Strong Men, Strong Marriages podcast. Here we are on a mission to get strong, get attractive, and get the marriage of our dreams. I'm your host, Mike Frazier. Let's do this. All right, men, today we're going to be talking about what to do when your wife wants to leave. So a lot of guys, they come to me when they're in this situation, you know, a little bit late <laughs> to the game would have been good if they came earlier, but you know, this is where we're at a lot of times. So some of the normal thoughts and feelings you're going to go through. So you might be thinking to yourself, I can't believe this is happening, right? And this helps, this makes you feel very overwhelmed. You're probably thinking, how can I get her back? What can I do? You know, that's usually what guys are asking when they come in. But really, this comes from this, the feeling that comes with that is anxiety, right? Also kind of this needy, graspy feeling like you're kind of sort of chasing after her. That energy is actually going to sort of push her away. But it's normal, right? It's normal to feel that and think that way. You might be thinking, what will this do to me and my family? And that brings a lot of fear about the future. What is this going to mean to me? How am I going to cope? How are we going to deal with the kids? What does this mean financially, right? All of that. What did I do wrong? Probably asking yourself. And again, that leads to some confusion. Sometimes that can be a productive question, but if you're really kind of thinking about it, not just more of this self-pity, like, oh, what did I do? I didn't, a lot of guys will say, well, you know, I didn't cheat on her. I didn't, you know, uh, I wasn't beating her as if, you know, that's good enough and she should stay. Right? So that could lead to confusion. You might be asking yourself, what's wrong with me? Right. She knows me better than anybody and she rejected me. So there must be something wrong with me. And that leads to feelings of sadness, self-pity. So look, all of these emotions, all of these thoughts, it, they are 100% normal. Okay, Nothing's going wrong because you are thinking this way and feeling this way. You actually don't need to fight these feelings or get rid of them. Okay. In fact, the more you sort of try to do that and just distract yourself from them, the more they're going to come back and they're going to be just wanting to be dealt with effectively, right? They'll keep coming back if you just keep trying to push them away. So what you want to develop is the skill of allowing these emotions, letting yourself actually feel them. A good thing to think about this is from Brooke Castillo um, of the Life Coach School podcast, but you know she says that Half of life is negative emotion. Like half of our experience are good, half are bad. I really, the more I think about it, the more I look at things that way, the more I believe that. Like even through a day, it's about, you know, half the time we have bad stuff happen, half the time we have good stuff happen. So just realizing like, this is part of life, right? It's fine. Nothing went wrong because you're feeling sad or anxious or, you know, going through this. This is something I'm really focusing on lately. It's been a, a really a big help. Um, you know, just as, uh, you know, for example, if I talk to somebody on the, on the phone and they decide not to do a program, you know, I feel sad. Um, but instead of kind of fighting that away and just saying, okay, well, I put myself back up, get energy back. I'm just like, yeah, you know, I, I feel sad about that. I let it come. I notice where it is in my body. Um, you know, and, and the other thing too, is just reminding myself, this is fine. Like half of, half of negative, half of life is negative emotion. And when I realize that and just kind of lean into that sadness or that anger or, you know, whatever it is and just let myself feel it, it's almost funny, but I almost feel happy. <laughs> it's really strange, but I just say, 
okay, like I'm feeling this right now and this is how it's supposed to be, right? I'm supposed to feel sometimes this way and it's fine. Like the, the emotion comes quicker, it goes quicker when I just accept it. And really, they're not as bad as we think, right? To feel sad for a while, to feel down for a while, to feel scared or anxious for a while. If we just say, okay, like here it is, you know, welcome, right? Come on over. There's a story of Buddha and Mara. So this is, um, I read this in another book and she was relating the story from uh, from Buddha. So Buddha uh, sits down, he's like having having tea and Mara comes. Mara is sort of like, we'll just say it's kind of like Satan, uh, like a negative being. Okay. So, but what Buddha does instead of like say, Mara, get out of here, you know, don't sit down here. Mara just, or Buddha just invites Mara in, just has him sit down to tea, right? And like all this negative stuff comes and Buddha just accepts it. Yeah. Come on, bring it on. Sadness, fear anxiety, all that. That's fine. Like, come on in. <laughs> so eventually Mara leaves, right? And Buddha becomes enlightened. But the idea is we don't have to push that away. Okay. When it comes, we can just invite it. Hey, come on and sit down. Sadness. No problem. Like, I know you're part of life, right? So it's a, it's an interesting skill to develop. But as you start trying it, I think you're really going to like it. You know, just start saying, okay, like, come on in, sadness. Like, I'm expecting this. This is part of life, right? Makes a big difference, has for me. And guys, inviting and allowing emotions, it brings strength, right? Because then you're not afraid to feel sad or afraid to feel scared or afraid to feel angry, right? You just realize, like, this is part of the human experience. And I actually welcome that. I want to feel these, all the emotions that are part of being human. Gives you so much power. Now, there is, it's not that you want to stay here forever though, right? Actually allowing them lets them come and kind of go and you realize like, that's okay. But if you keep on spinning in those thoughts, right? Of, you know, I don't know what to do or I got to get her back, right? You feel those feelings of overwhelm and anxiety and fear and confusion and sadness, okay? And self-pity, right? So, if you're in that state for a long time and your thoughts are just spinning on all of that, you know, people don't really want to be around that very much. Okay. It's not that attractive. So we invite it, right? We let it come. And then we start doing some thought work. Like you've learned about, um, you know, doing a state fair model going through and saying, okay, here's what I'm thinking. And just accepting that for a while, just saying like, Hey, that's fine. Like I can feel that. That's okay. I can think that that's okay. But then, you know, after that, taking some time and looking back and saying, okay, is there something more useful I can use here that's going to help me feel more confident, feel more strong, feel more attractive? Because okay. if you're constantly overwhelmed and anxious and, and confused and uh, self-pity, especially, like people don't really want to be around that. Your wife doesn't really want to be around that. Okay. So guys, here's the big secret. So when your wife says that she wants to leave, all this is going on, it's normal. But here's the secret. As long as we believe that we need our wife to feel confident, attractive, and loved, okay? If you think your wife is the only person that can give that to you, okay, you're not going to be able to attract her back. You just aren't. This is the same for me, right? If I think my wife's the only one that can make me feel good about myself, she doesn't want to be part of that. I tried that for years. I felt terrible. She felt terrible. 
Okay, it does not work. The other thing we're going to be doing, we're going to be constantly trying to change her behaviors so that she can validate us, so she can make us feel good about ourselves. Okay, and that just pushes her even further away, right? Because we're like, so I'll give you, um, I'll, I'll give you an example that I think will help illustrate this, but. Um, so I used to think this way that my wife needed to change what she did so I could feel good. So one thing that I asked her to do was to like, write me thank you notes. Hey, listen, my love language is, is words of affirmation. So I need you to write me thank you notes every day. So she actually did it for a while. You know, she wrote, Oh, you're a great guy. And, you know, thank you for cleaning and thank you for picking up the house. And I felt good for a little bit, but I also knew like, I kind of like bullied her into this. <laughs> you know, I was like, you, you know, you better do this. I'm sad. Make me feel better. Um, so she did it for a little bit, but you know, eventually she stopped because you know, she she knew and I knew too. Like it wasn't a long term solution, right? The long term solution was me becoming a stronger version of myself. The weird thing is when I didn't need that so much from her, that's when I got it more. You know, she was happy to, to give me thanks and to give me appreciation when I wasn't like, hey, look, I did this. Now you need to tell me how great I am so I can feel good. Okay. Hope that makes sense. So remember, when we think that it's her that's going to make us feel confident, attractive, and loved, we're going to try to change her behaviors and that pushes her away. Okay? Again, it seems kind of sort of counterintuitive. You, you, you think like, oh, I just need to ask her to do what I want. But it actually pushes her further away. Okay. This is the evolution process of you and your marriage. Understanding that you can feel confident, attracted, and loved no matter what your wife's doing. Okay. See, women that are attracted to strength and confidence. So is everybody. Okay. Um, you know, if you want people to, to want to be around you, to enjoy time around you, like when you feel strong and you feel confident and you aren't trying to get everybody around you to build you up when you already feel good about you and you're able to give to other people. Everybody wants to be around that. It's very attractive to, to women, right? So you need to have this strength and confidence in yourself so that she can actually choose to be with you, not feel manipulated, not feel like she has to be with you or you're going to fall apart, right? Because that's not fun. That's what people will call a codependent, Right. She wants to be around someone that's strong, that can take care of himself, okay? that feels strong and confident alone. And then she wants to come along for the ride and be part of that. Okay? Okay, your wife does not need to give you strength and confidence. And really, she cannot do it. She can't be the one to, uh, to give it to you. Okay, not that it doesn't feel good to, to get that for her to say, hey, like, I love you. I, I, I appreciate you. I want to be around you. And it's not bad or wrong to get it. In fact, this is sort of the natural consequence of you building up your own strength as people start to realize it and they want to be around you more. So, but again, if you're relying on her to build you up, it just does not work. Okay. This is probably a big part of what made her say, I want to leave you, right? Is you needing her so much to tell you how good you are, or are you just kind of neglecting her and thinking she was always going to be there? Okay. All right. So how do you build up this strength and confidence? So I, you know, I talk a lot about this, but there's a few main ways. So one big way is uh, if you're a spiritual or religious person, I'll kind of reconnecting with that. 
so for me, as a, a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints, a Christian guy, just remembering that I'm a son of God. I have infinite worth and potential. See, the nice thing there is that never goes away. It doesn't change. As I continue to pursue becoming a more Christ-like person, I can feel good about that. And I can always know where I'm going because God doesn't move. Okay. I used to be constantly trying to make my wife happy, trying to, you know, if she was happy, I was happy. The thing is like people's emotions, they move, right? And like, I can't actually make her be happy. Just like I can't make her be sad or anything. I was, I was on this mission that was impossible, literally impossible. So I felt upset all the time. But if I'm looking towards God, trying to become more like him, trying to serve my wife just because I want to do that, I want to be that kind of husband, I feel great and I'm much more attractive. Okay, so reconnecting with that spiritual side is one great way to do it. If you're not a religious person, just remembering you have that worth as a human being, right? It doesn't change. We're all worth $100, okay? If I'm worth $100, so are you. So is, uh, you know, Hitler. So is uh, President Trump, right? (laughs) Everybody's worth the same, Um, no matter what we do. Okay. That's the potential side of it. That $100 that has the potential to do a lot of good or a lot of uh, bad, right? The nice thing too, is if we do use that $100 to do something bad, it's actually infinite. So it kind of renews and we can choose then to to shift and change ourselves and do something good. And that's the, the miracle. That's the great thing. So. Another thing that really helps build up your strength and confidence is setting a clear purpose for your life and working towards it, saying, this is the kind of man I want to be. No matter what's going on around me, this is who I want to be, and working towards that. Again, that's independent of your wife. Learning to tolerate your emotions that we talked about at the beginning of this, inviting those negative emotions, saying, okay, sadness, here you are. No problem. Let me feel it in my body. This is part of life, right? You're going to, if you guys start trying that, you're going to really like it. (laughs) You serve your wife and others, again, because you want to be that kind of guy, not because you're expecting some reaction back from them, but because you just want to be that, that person. Improving your communication skills. Okay. Being able to understand better the people around you, being able to express yourself in a way that is positive, but really the, probably the bigger skill is really getting to where you can do a great job understanding the people around you. Another thing that can help is working on your physical strength, right? Making some physical goals, working towards those that can really boost your physical strength and your confidence. Now here's the other big part is having faith right? Believing that as you do these things, good is going to come back to you one way or another. It might not be exactly how you expect, whether you believe in God, that's going to reward your good works, whether you believe in karma that, you know, as you send out good, good's going to come back. You just believe that as you put value into the world, it's going to come back to you. However you believe it, this is just a truth. This is the truth of life. As you go out and do good, you feel great and good's going to come back to you. Okay. It, it, it will it just will. All right. So let's get on to some practical things here about how you might approach your wife. So if she says, look, honey, um, I'm thinking of leaving or, you know, I want to leave. I've had enough. A great approach first is to try to understand why she's leaving. So you say, okay, like, help me understand what's what's going on. And not from like, no, 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 don't, don't go, don't go. Please stay, please, please. Right. All that's going to push her away. But you just say, okay, well, you know, you must have thought about this for a while and, um, I'd like to know, you know, what's, uh, what is it that, that makes you think that, you know, you don't want to be in this marriage anymore. Okay. Try to get into her shoes. 
So if she's not really offering much to you, usually there's a couple of reasons. Either it's a big thing like an affair. In that case, it'll be probably pretty obvious why she's thinking of leaving. The other one that's often not as obvious to guys is just these small things over time. So not prioritizing her, not not taking time to, to talk and understand her, her thoughts, feelings, emotions, hopes, dreams. Okay. Not really getting to that level with her, not being a partner at home, big one, not, you know, showing up to help clean or take care of the kids or that kind of thing. Uh, not making her birthdays or holidays special, not taking her on date nights, right? These things tend to sort of build up over time to where she says, well, you know, maybe I'm not really that important to my husband. So again, first you just want to ask her, right? Like, why are you leaving? You know, I just want to know. I want to know so I can know for myself, right? Become a better person. So again, if she doesn't say anything, you can just offer some of these ideas. Was it that I wasn't prioritizing you, that I wasn't, you know, around as much? She'll probably say, yeah. (laughs) And then you want to say, you know, I can see that. That probably made you feel. And then however you think it made her feel. So probably like not a priority, um, you know, that you had other things that were important, that you weren't really interested in her. Right. Okay. So, and then as you kind of wrap up this conversation and sort of understand where she's coming from, you want to let her know, like, Hey, listen, I choose to be with you. Like I want to be with you. I want to spend our lives together, but I understand like, if you don't choose me, right. Like I I get it. If you don't choose me, I, I can understand from what you've told me, why, why you might not want to be together. And I understand it might be too late to really have you want to be with me. I get that. Uh, that'd be sad for me, but you know, you're going to make that choice. So guys, when your wife says stuff like I need space and you know, I'm going to leave and all of this, what she needs space from is your like pressure, right? And your mosquito behaviors of trying to, you know, get her to appreciate you. She needs space from your, you know, not having the strength to be able to communicate and tolerate emotion and be this guy and serve her without really needing something back, right? Just because you want to be that guy. Okay. She needs space from all of that. So when you can really get within yourself to a place where you say, look, like, you know, I get it. If you, if you choose to leave, like, uh, you know, I can understand I'll be okay. We'll have to work something out uh, that'll, you know, with the kids, if you have kids and all that, uh, and that'd be sad for me. It'd be hard for me. Um, but I get it. You know, if you don't choose me, you don't choose me. Um, and yeah, it might be too late. I hope it's not like, I, I want to work on it. If you give me the chance, I want to work on it. Um, but, uh, if you don't, I get it. Okay. That's the space she needs. She needs to know, like she can choose you or not. And you're still going to be okay because you are right. Okay. It would hurt, but you'll be okay. So this is what you have to know within yourself. Again, if, even if she leaves, you are going to be okay. You really are. And why will you be okay? Because your focus is on something bigger than just her, right? It's on becoming a better person. It's on building up your confidence, your strength, and your attractiveness, okay? No matter what she chooses, you're dedicated to that thing. That's why you're going to be okay, right? Because if you're not, if the only thing you're focused on is her and she's the one that's going to build up your strength, she's the one that's going to give you your confidence, then yeah, you are going to fall apart. But And she doesn't like that pressure and she doesn't want to be around someone that relies on her for their sense of self. Okay. That's what she wants to get away from. But as you focus on becoming that guy, becoming strong, attractive, building up, building up all that stuff, right? No matter what she chooses, 
you're going to feel great. And that's the win. You're going to feel strong. You're going to feel confident. Even if she doesn't choose you, you're going to feel that, right? When you can feel strong, confident, and attractive, even if your wife is not constantly telling you how great you are or having sex with you every day or appreciating you enough, right? If you can still feel strong, confident, and attractive anyway, because your focus is on becoming that kind of person. If you believe in God, if it's on God, if you you don't, if you just believe in, I'm going to work towards becoming the best version of myself, being a great communicator, uh, being great at my work, being a great father, if you have kids, right? As you focus on that, you become the type of man that any woman would want to be around, okay? That's the win, right? You feel great. You feel confident. You're working towards becoming the best version of yourself. You're great at communication. You can serve others without expecting something back. Okay, who would not want to be around that kind of guy? Anybody would. Any woman would be happy to be around that kind of guy. So that's the paradox, right? As you focus on this, instead of just making her happy or instead of just getting her back, come on, come back, come back, come back. And instead you say, hey, look, I get why you might not have wanted to be around me. I'm going to focus on being the best version of myself. I'm working on some very specific things to to do that. I understand if you don't choose me, I hope you do. You know, I want to prove to you that I uh, that I am a better man and that I'm working towards that. Uh, either way, I want to be that kind of man for, uh, you know, for our kids and be that good example. And, you know, even if we get divorced, we're still going to have a relationship. And so I still want to have a positive relationship with you um, that's healthy. And so I'm going to continue to work on this anyway, right? So as you do that, of course, she's going to want to be around that kind of guy, you know, one way or the other. This is the most likely thing to win her back, okay? And look, guys, even if things don't work out romantically with your wife, you can still have that good relationship with her and the kids as you focus on building this up. And you are going to attract the right woman to you, okay? You just are. And you're focused on this. When you're focused on building yourself up, when you're focused on building up that strength and confidence, if you believe in God, when you're focused on becoming the best you know, version of yourself that God wants you to be, you're going to attract the right woman to you in a romantic sense, 100%. Okay? Maybe that's your wife. Maybe you even get remarried later. Maybe it's somebody else that is just the next stage in your in your life, right? This is what you got to know. You got to be confident in that. As I do good, as I focus on this, I'm going to be attractive and good is going to come to me. Okay. That's attractive and it feels great. Okay. When you feel good about yourself, that's what's attractive. Okay. When you feel bad, you think someone's going to come rescue you. That's not attractive. Okay. Or maybe it is sort of attractive, but the person that's attracted to that is going to create the same problems that you already had in your marriage. Hope that makes sense. You know, if you're someone who's super needy for attention, and then there's another person that really needs to be needed, okay, that's the kind of marriage that often comes together. It works for a while until it doesn't, right? Until the needy person feels like they're not getting their needs met, and the person that is caretaking feels drained, okay? That's what happens. When you can build up strength to where you don't really need each other, but you choose each other, and you build each other up, and you help each other in your big goals, That's what creates an amazing marriage. And as you step into that ability, you're going to attract someone who also has that ability. Okay. So here's a summary. If your wife wants to leave you, first of all, just allow those negative emotions. Don't try to fight them away, but realize that's part of the process. 
choose to start building up your strength and confidence no matter what she chooses, whether she chooses to stay with you or not and express that to her. Look, I understand. And so you try to understand her, right? You try to understand her deeply, why she's wanting to leave. Then you let her know, hey, look, no matter what you choose, I'm committed to being a better man. You know, this is kind of a wake up call for me. I understand if it's too late, right? I choose you. I hope you choose me too. But look, if you don't, I get it. You know, I'd kind of blew it here, right? And I'll be okay. okay. I'll be okay even if you do choose to leave. Okay. When she hears that, she's going to be blown away. She's going to be very surprised by that response. <laughs> and as you commit to becoming this man, she that's who everybody wants to be around. Okay. Now she, she may very well say, hey, look, man, too little, too late. And we're going to have to go through with this divorce. And you say, okay, that makes me sad. Um, but, um, you know, I get it. And that's, that's going to be your choice. And I'm going to be okay. And I'm committed to becoming this guy either way. Because okay? as you do that, that's someone people want to be around. That's someone that you feel great about being. And as you feel great about who you are, that attracts people to you. Okay. So just know that as you continue to become that best version of yourself, if you believe in God, the person that God wants you to be, you are attracted. Amazing relationships will come. You'll have a better relationship with your wife or your ex-wife if it goes that direction. And you're going to attract someone who is also at that level of building themselves up, of not needing you to build them up so much, right? That's what creates a great marriage, right? Both of you working towards becoming the best version of yourself, not needing each other, but choosing each other. You still choose to serve each other, but the intention is very different, right? You still do nice things. You still write her a nice love note. You still try to do things in her love language, but it's because you just want to be that husband, not because you you figure, okay, if I do this, then she's going to do something back for me, okay? It's subtle, but it's very important. So again, if your wife's choosing to leave, it feels terrible. Let yourself feel it and then commit to becoming that best version of yourself. All right, man. Great job. We'll see you next episode. Stay strong. We'll see you next episode. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. If you did, please leave a review on iTunes and share the episode with a friend so we can help create stronger men and stronger marriages across the world. And if you're ready to take your strength training and your marriage to the next level, visit strongmenstrongmarriages.com to learn how. I'll see you there.